Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. And then he froze. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yep. Well, well, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. Craig, who do we have today? We have Advesh Saxena. I just yep, you got it. I got it. You kind got of. <laughs> got it. Well, Craig practiced that for about 15 minutes prior <laughs> to yeah. starting. I might be over exaggerating, but well, he I did. Went, I did go to the bathroom for about 15 minutes. <laughs> so, welcome to the insurance dudes. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh-huh. It's a pleasure 100%. to be here. It is an honor to have you on the show, and we are going to start with the original Speed Breakers. Are you ready? Breakers, Yes, I am. I think you should do that the whole time, Mr. Jason. Just whisper weird stuff. Speed Breakers, Speed Breakers, Speed Breakers. <laughs> Cue up the uh, Jeopardy music. Did you see that Aaron Rodgers was uh, hosting Jeopardy? That's pretty cool. No, I did not. I don't, I don't even I, know who that is. Jeopardy? No, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, you don't know sports. <laughs> He's a famous golfer. Oh, I know who okay. Fred Rogers is, and uh, that would have been really cool. He's not a famous not golfer. Around. All right, here we go. Speedbreaker <laughs> starts now. Have you ever had a mullet? No. No? No. First crush? Oh, I'll pass that. Pass. Most embarrassing <laughs> thing your mom ever caught you doing? Uh, it's bunking school. Bunking school. Okay. Yep. Uh, fastest speed ever driven. Don't say uh, 45. I'll say, no, I'll say 80, 90. 80, 90. Uh, we'll take 90 is your final answer. Favorite cereal. Favorite cereal. Uh, I like Game of Thrones. Uh, I think that's best. Yeah. Uh, how many kids I have to have you made cry? Please wait. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Lots. Uh, count Chocula or Count Dracula? Dracula. Dracula. Ooh, nice. Fastest mile? Nine minutes. Nine minutes. Nice. Like it. If you're breaking 10, you're beating like 90% of the population. Favorite flavor? <laughs> My favorite flavor is butter crunch. Butter crunch. Oh. I like how everybody assumes it's ice cream. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Dogs, you know what? We turn it off if somebody says cats. <laughs> tacos <laughs> or burritos? It tacos. That's right. Yes. Correct. Favorite video game? So right now my kid play Minecraft a lot. Uh, oh. so I'll say that. Well, yeah, I went through that. He doesn't play that anymore. Now it's all <laughs> shooting people. Uh, and Trump or Biden? <laughs> that also I'll have to pass. It's pass. Like He's, he nice. is a gentleman and a scholar. And I'm Avesh. Yeah. Let's yeah. go into what was your first concert that you ever went to? So it was in India. So, you know, I think you'll not know about it, but it was in India. Uh, one of the Indian singer. Yeah. So well, who? So it's like, um, you know, we have a festival which happens uh, around yeah. Navratri. So so they have certain singers like Falguni Pathak and, and those kind of singers who come uh, and perform and, and you dance with them. So, yeah, that's one of the first concerts, I'll say. Did you dance? Yes, definitely. That's you did. One part. How many different uh, ladies were you dancing with? 
I mean, there are hundreds of them. You dance Ooh. around circle with them. <laughs> Abdesh, no, you didn't. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, no, you didn't. Awesome. Well, so all the way back to the festival in India, how did you end up serving the insurance world? So um, I completed my engineering and then uh, I worked in technology for a year and a half. Uh, and then I did my MBA from one of the top business school in India. And uh, I specialized in finance and IT. And then I ended up working with a company, uh, you know, which wanted me to focus on the insurance part of it. And since then, I'm mainly in insurance, helping these large insurance companies uh, solving their business problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, using technology-based solution. So I, I worked in Japan and then uh, I moved to US. And for almost last 15 years, that's what I've been doing. Then two, three years back, uh, you know, I saw a Facebook post that there was an idea generation uh, workshop happening here in InsurTech Hartford. So I thought, you know, why not? Let's see what they're doing. I'm part of insurance and uh, technology. And so we talked about chatbots and, you know, how they can be used. And like, you know, people talked about Lemonade, their success. And we thought that it is something which will be good for insurance agents. And then there was a hackathon also, which happened over the weekend. And I created a prototype and few insurance agents, they liked it. They started using it. Uh, And that's how I got involved with insurance agency side of it. And since then, like, you know, I've personally met hundreds of them and thousands of insurance agents are part of our network. Uh, we do a lot of SEO. Um, so if you Google for best chatbot for insurance agency, you'll find us as a first result. Ooh. And then like, you know, uh, after interacting with so many folks and what I realized was that there are certain agencies who are very successful. They have built big business, you know, the core business. They are living a lavish lifestyle. And there like are Mr. certain insurance <laughs> Definitely, both of you are among them. And then <laughs> there are a lot of insurtech startups which have become even a billion dollar companies in the last five to eight years. So, and on the other side, you'll see a lot of agents, they are struggling. A lot of them won't survive beyond first two years. So I wanted to figure out what works and what does not work. So I thought, why not interview all these successful agents who are working for 10, 20, 30 years some of them are having agency for three generations. And then why not talk to these thought leaders who are working with these insurtech startups? And some of them work with a lot of big agencies. So I did that. I interviewed and have uh, collated that information in this book called Friendly Agent. Oh. Uh, and I'm trying to share this knowledge so that, you know, people who are entering new or even who are established, right, they don't spend five, ten years figuring things out themselves there is something for them to take inspiration from, learn from people who have only already gone through this and what's happening today. They yeah. Can take. So, yep. I love it. Thanks. Yeah. That must've been very, um, well, gosh, I mean, that probably took a lot of time to interview 30 agents. What are some of the takeaways from that book? What did you learn from just interviewing the agencies outside the book through the whole process of doing that? What did you learn about insurance through that? experience uh, about insurance so i'll t- talk about few things so one thing which i learned is there that you know most of these successful agents they have some similar characteristics so one thing you'll see is they focus a lot on relationship building you know these guys they have good relationship and customers will sometimes stay with them for 30 40 years 
and even multiple generation so you know yeah. somebody's child will work yeah. with the agent's son and and you know i work with uh, and my insurance is also with one of such agency now this is one thing which i observe relationship is very important and that's what many people uh, they don't focus on when they are starting or you know focusing only on getting a client or the cheapest insurance possible but um, that's one thing which i seen in them second thing is lot of these agents or agencies they are growth minded so you know you'll see that mike stromso has three mentors he work with for different things and you know they are always ahead of the curve when things are changing they change their strategy according to it so you know 5 mm-hmm. 6 year back some of these agencies were advertising on say paper or television but then they stopped doing it they moved to social media facebook instagram those kind of things yeah so so the agility of the agents really help serve that correct correct yep. i like it but only I few like huh it seems like in this vertical and i'd love to get your take on that the insurance world moves fairly slow when it comes to technology sure so but that is changing a lot in last 5 yeah. years which you might yes. have seen yeah with ins- all the insure tech sure correct yep so see although insurance moves slow but a lot of things around you or us are moving very fast so you know 10 year back it was very easy to rank on google 5 8 year back it was easy to use facebook instagram but things are from advertising perspective changing very rapidly yeah and if someone is still only focusing on one thing which worked 20 years back then they are at a disadvantage so that's what you know one has to be careful though insurance technology is moving slowly from carrier perspective you still have lot of those issues but customers have moved very fast yeah ahead so yeah as the younger customers come in you know that grew up with an ipad in their hand and then you have now agents coming in who grew up with an ipad in their hand the world is beginning even in this industry to evolve where do you see the agent force in 5 years in 10 years will there be agents you brought up lemonade earlier definitely so that's what i wanted to clear the myth so here's the thing you might have seen lot of tax preparation softwares are there for years but still people mm-hmm. use cpas i use a cpa like you know i am from technology and i understand finance still i use a cpa to do my taxes because they bring certain amount of knowledge and they help me in saving time and same thing is value which insurance agents are providing they have this depth of knowledge sometime uh, you know in a particular line of business which you cannot easily get yeah plus they are saving you time like you know in getting insurance educating you and uh, in fact protecting you so definitely if you want to be safe in this world you want to protect your money anything can go wrong instead of going online and figuring it yourself uh, definitely uh, having an agent can all help so that's one thing second thing can i stop you there though sure. i'd like to pick up on that so Definitely. it's interesting because some of the big direct carriers we won't name any names they throw around terms like 15% but we won't name any names so mm-hmm. some of these carriers are pushing and spending a lot billions of dollars on marketing dollars on their marketing campaigns to create the perception that insurance is a commodity right that there isn't value in having the agent and i obviously being an agent myself agree with you that there's value in the agent value in the agency in having that personalized touch how does that message 
get carried forward when there's so much ad spend and marketing dollars going against that message? So, you know, there are a few things which we have to take into consideration here. So first is, you're right, that certain line of business, they are getting commoditized. But still, if you look, more than 75% of PNC side, this auto insurance is sold by insurance agents and more than 90% of life insurance. Now, what agents can do is, and that's one thing which I inferred is, that, you know, they can niche down on certain areas where they specialize. Their customers are coming in. They can look at their book of business. And if they focus on that thing, then they will beat any big marketing campaign by having that focus. So, you know, like, so Ryan did, he has shared certain things that he has one customer whose average revenue per policy is $250,000. And that agency has 300 such customers. So you, that kind of agency, you cannot, you build in a different way. Sure. You focus on market, you hire certain kind of people and all. And if you're trying to build an agency, which is say, you know, $100, $200 per customer kind of a revenue, then you operate in a different way. But again, you can niche down there as well. So could so, you talk a little bit about that? About Because I think that, yes, I totally get the boutique agencies that have specialized in that $250,000 client. But then you have a tremendous amount of the agency force is PNC, right? So it's okay. home auto and life. That's the flagship of those carriers that the agents are part of, those especially captive agents. What is the outlook for them? So again, that thing, you know, different agencies are conquering in a different way. So one thing is some agencies, what they do is, so for example, if you look, you know, Chris Paradiso, he rules his area. Like, you know, he lives in Stafford, Connecticut. He has a flag day celebration every year where he will serve free food. He will distribute free t-shirts. Everyone in town will come to for that event. Everybody knows Chris. And almost everyone in that town, when they have insurance need, they go to that guy. Mm. So you... So what he is doing is he is ruling that geography and for any big player to even use ads or bombard with anything, it's difficult for them to compete. That's one thing. Second thing, again, I'll take same example. What he has done is he has opened a separate department for one particular area. It's like, you know, FedEx contractor related insurance. He found that this is something. He went to a carrier. He got a special deal with them and he has special folks hired to sell this thing which is so you know multiple ways people are targeting and i'll just take a positive answer your question a little bit or you know i can go more details if you keep uh, does it make sense yeah. it does but then i'm going down the rabbit hole a little bit sure. because a lot of our audience is um, captive agents right so like your sure. farmers or your state farms or some other companies how can somebody in that, and I guess you can differentiate, be the dude in that area. But if, if you're not the dude in that area and you're coming in, do you have a chance? Again, right. So say same thing which you mentioned. In, if you're, say, targeting even automobile, uh, like PNC, like car yeah. insurance, right? There also you can focus on, say, insurance where parents with teenage kids are looking for an insurance. That's a specialized niche. Sure. And nobody's targeting it. Every year I see when kids are going to college, hundreds of people will post on Facebook that how do you get it? My premiums are rising and this, that. So you can have a niche where you're marketing, having specific ad campaign targeting that category of people, providing that value. 
uh, and people will come to you if you are known for that they will not go to some company which is spending billions of dollar and saying hey combine your car and auto and save that yeah. message will not resonate with anybody but if you are coming and saying that hey i will ensure your two teenage kids and make sure you get the right coverage and everything that will resonate with a good number of people and you can dominate that as well I like that. We had a recent talk with a, a guy named Nick Ayers, who's really, really bright-minded on the marketing side and niching from that aspect, because I think agents come in and they want to help everybody. I don't want to pass up any business, but sometimes by going so broad, you end up not doing as well as if you just niched and really focused on one specific demographic, it's not only easier for targeting, right? But you, and getting clear on that avatar, you can really, really target down and serve that niche. I love it. Sure. And one more thing I just want to point out. If you look at some of these insurtechs, right, what they have done is they have made a billion-dollar company by focusing on a niche. So see, Hippo, it came through the home insurance side. Health IQ, you might have heard. It's focusing on life insurance for people who are kind of fit. That's their marketing message. And, you know, they all started as a insurance agency or a brokerage. So, I mean, similar kind of a formula, even, you know, agencies who are either established or starting out, they can use to, you know, scale up. Love it. I want to dive a little bit into AI because I know your chat bot. To be continue. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now. That will, it's live and it will show you the process. The entire process mm, is super awesome. Mm, I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now. Live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get yep. to talk to them? Yeah, which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. I'm Greg, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure, live. I'm into it too. It's going to well, be awesome. And it's, a, it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content, and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator. Sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents, this is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's okay. 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 
520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.